Hello and welcome to Lux, the podcast. I'm Margo Warren, America's Catholic sweetheart. And I'm Stephen Antonio. And I'm just here. He's he's hanging loose. Yes. Not in like, Russia. Oh, no, that's not right. What's that? No, that was that was an attempt on a Hawaiian word. Oh. Which I know. Half, well, I'm back from Hawaii. I'm, yeah, I'm Hawaiian. Are. Yeah, Malala. You're very chill. <laughs> <laughs> Malala. <laughs> Malala. I, uh, Moana. Was just on a red eye. Oh, I didn't yeah. at six. Yeah. And I woke up at whenever you texted me. I think you, it was like 11 something, right? Yeah. You're a brave soul. Well, listen, I need to get back into life. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, he's been worried too because um, we missed a week. Yes. Yes. But you know what? If we miss it, it's not important. That's what I say. Mm. Okay. <laughs> say that to our. Uh, uh, yeah. I apologize <laughs> to our faithful listeners. Our, all of our. Uh, sponsors right on our sponsors yeah yeah sorry here we are here we are though and this is lux the podcast yes right right, right, listen to the upcoming sunday gospel we understand it in new ways and we kind of weave in your experience and mine yeah and uh it's super fun and you're gonna love it i hope so it's been successful so far so far so good yeah and we're gonna start today with icebreakers because we always do right we don't know each other but yeah, it's to help us get to know each other. Yeah. Tell us how you feel about being in a crowd mm. and what makes you feel better when you're sick. Mm. Mm. It definitely has changed. Me too. COVID. Me too. Yeah, I, I'm not really, I have to, ooh, I don't know. Yeah. I like to be on the outskirts yeah. of a crowd, never yeah. in the middle. Yeah. yeah. When was the um, when pandemic? Was the 2020. Women's March. Was that 16 or was it 20? Ooh. Do you remember? It must have been. I think it was 16. Yeah? Yeah. I remember it was a bad year. And yeah. that was the last like super big crowd I've been in. Wow. And even there, like this was before COVID. I think, I think so too. Yeah. Because like, that's like the first. Yeah. That was a big It was day. huge. Yeah. And I, there was a point where I was like, I don't want to be in the middle. Right. Never so be in like, the middle. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But I stole your second question. Sorry. Your, uh, what makes you feel better when you're sick? Oh, man. Sleep? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, for me, it's carbs. Oh right, I right. I want carbs. Yeah, you know, like a a shake or something, <laughs> a frop, as we say. I, um, my second thought is days off. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, you can sleep. Sure. Right. Yeah, so it all comes back. Back to sleep. Yeah. yeah. I I have been sick. Yes. Recently. Oh my gosh. We... While you were aloha-ing, right, drawing. Uh, Disney, Disney characters, characters. yeah, yeah. Which nice job, by the way. Thank you very much. Um, I was, I had pneumonia. Oh my gosh! Yeah, the whole time. Uh, kind of, yeah, wow. pretty much. Yeah, I went back to work this week, so that's crazy. I know. I don't recommend it. And you, and I heard there was a parade for you. <laughs> there for was welcome. Not. Oh no, there was not. no, no. But they, they were really happy to see me. That's awesome. Yeah, they were sweet. Okay. Yeah, we're on the fifth that's Sunday nice. of ordinary we time. We're a couple of weeks from Ash Wednesday, so right. don't get too comfortable in ordinary. That's right. Here we go. Yeah. And we're in the Gospel of Mark today. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, chapter 1, 29 to 39. Okay. And it sounds a little something. Like this. Exactly. You're catching on. On leaving the synagogue, he entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Simon's mother-in-law lay sick with a fever. They immediately told him about her. He approached, grasped her hand, and helped her up. Then the fever left her, and she waited on them. 
When it was evening after sunset, they brought to him all who were, who were ill or possessed by demons. The whole town was gathered at the door. He cured many who were sick with various diseases, and he drove out many demons, not permitting them to speak because they knew him. Rising very early before dawn, he left and went off to a deserted place where he prayed. Simon and those who were with him pursued him, and on finding him said, everyone is looking for you. He told them, let us go to the nearby villages that I may preach there also. For this purpose have I come. So he went into their synagogues, preaching and driving out the demons throughout the whole of Galilee. Okay. Yeah. You said before we hit record that you were very excited about this. Uh, yeah, there's, oh yeah, yeah. I found some really there's cool a lot of meat. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything in there, any bells we need to ding for the... Well, for I Mark? have you ever had an experience when someone's like, everyone's looking for you? Um, like if you're late? No, just just generally. Yeah, no. That I don't know why that popped up to me because I'm always like, who? <laughs> <laughs> well, Anyways. in this case, yeah, right, it's, it's people who are sick. Oh, okay, and wanting to be cured, right? Okay, and someone somewhere I read that when the detail when it was evening after sunset, mm-hmm. right? Right, those little details. Yeah, and that's because they were Jewish, and it was they were waiting for the Sabbath to be over. Oh, isn't that interesting? Oh, so that's a detail that they would know. Right. So the first okay. paragraph happens during the Sabbath, and that's going to be important. That's why they leave in the synagogue. Right. And hmm. l- the rest is after. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> the, that's all you need to know for now. Wow. The information you get on this podcast. I mean, did you know that before? Uh, yeah. About the paragraph? No. I don't think you did. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> There are some uh, bells to ding. Okay. I meant to bring, I have an app that rings bells and I forgot to set it up. But um, the the first word of this reading could be immediately because he goes from one scene to the next, like boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. Right. And he was not permitting the demons to speak because they knew him. Oh. Ding. That's the messianic secret, mm-hmm. right? That we've talked about in Mark. So yeah, this is this is a good one. She's on fire, people. She's on fire. I'm on fire. I was really amazed by what I found out. Let's take that second part first, mm-hmm. okay? Um, this is classic Mark, like we said, healing, cure. You know, getting rid of demons, healing okay. people. Okay. Like lots of action. Yeah. He stepped away and spent some time in prayer, which is very Mark too. Nice, nice. Um, what we all should be doing at some point. So, well, let's look at it, okay. right? It was he, the whole town was gathered at the door. Of the synagogue. And he cured them. Uh, yeah, no, you know what? At the, at the door of Simon's mother, probably. Oh, okay. So maybe the first two paragraphs start on the Sabbath. Okay. And the third paragraph after. So, rising very early before dawn, he went. He left and went off to a deserted place where he prayed. Simon and those who were with him pursued him, and on finding him said, everyone's looking at you, looking for, for you. you. Yeah. Right? So there's a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. This is a high pressure moment to me, it seems like. Yeah. He told them, let us go on to the nearby villages that I may preach there also. For this purpose, I have come. 
what do you think Jesus's mood is in this conversation? Like, what's his tone? He's probably more like mad at a fact. You think? Yeah. Like, let's get going. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got to heal. I got to do something. Right. I got to do my do, to do list. To do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the choice that they're kind of offering him here is to stay and heal the people there right. or to go on into other places yeah. and preach okay. and heal. So why would he move He's, rather than staying right there? Right. He says, right. this is for the purpose. This is my purpose that yeah. I'm supposed to keep going. Yeah, right, right. And preach and teach and don't and build heal. those three tents. That's right. the mountain. That's right. Keep yeah. them moving. Okay. I, I feel mm-hmm. like he is under some pressure here. Jesus. Like, yeah, he okay. may be saying, like, I, I imagine this kind of moment where everyone's at the door, like everyone's showing up where he is and saying, heal us, yeah. fix us, help us. Yep. And the disciples are like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? People want to be healed. Yeah. And he, I feel like there's this moment between that question and Jesus's answer where Jesus is like, what should I do? Yeah. You know, that maybe that's what he's praying about. Mm. Like, what? what am I supposed to be doing here? Should I just stay here and heal everyone in this town? If I leave and leave some people unhealed, right? is that okay? Yeah. Or should I keep going and heal whoever I can and keep going? Right. And that's when he comes back to say, no, I, I think we need to keep going. Yeah. I wonder if he, you know, going to prayer, just giving like a big picture. Yeah. It all. Yeah. Which is is really good for church work because there are going to be people be like, no, but we need to still do work. Oh my goodness, yes. But we need to move on. Doesn't that feel like... What about that, you know? Right. Blah, blah, blah. Right. What, doesn't that feel like the whole kind of Catholic, this is my parish. Yeah. This needs to happen here. Right. right. Um, or it has, or I haven't gotten something out of this, so yeah. you need to keep, you know, keep doing it, this one thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, this is also... His purpose, right? He knows his purpose, so that's the style of Mark, thinking that he's he knows of his divineness, right? I, I don't think so. Did I say that? I don't know. <laughs> that's, that that's what's true. The something theory as uh, the messianic theory. Yeah, the messianic secret is what you're talking about, right? I don't know. Messianic secret <laughs> <laughs> for Mark yeah. is that he tells people not to tell anyone who he is. Oh, okay, but he knows. But he knows. Yes, who he, he does. Is. Yeah, you're right. So this okay. is what I'm thinking. He's like. Yeah. You know, if he's in a rush, like I got, I'm on, you know, crucifixion yeah. is on my, um, <laughs> my I calendar. Get to the cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh god. But I do like that. I, you know, it's tough because that's a, such a human thing to be like, no, 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 like a hundred percent here, and then yeah. move on. Right. Yeah. Right. I wonder if he felt bad about going on. I think so. But if he's praying and he has that, you know, classic thirty, thirty mile, whatever that, um jargon from corporation like he's like the 30 mile view or something oh from the balcony yeah right or something yeah Yeah. okay Hmm. yeah i like that what when he says for this purpose i have come what do you think he means like what do you think he thinks his purpose is probably um to share as much as he can yeah because i'm thinking like the more that he does travel around and and do this great work, the yeah. more it will spread mm-hmm. rather than being like a special town. Right. Yeah. Hey, isn't that, again, that makes me think like maybe our church buildings are holding us back. Oh my gosh. You think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really do. Yeah. 
Like maybe if we think we're only supposed to say the gospel in one building, mm-hmm. then um, and the church are the people, right? And we're keeping it yeah. from spreading, right? Okay, let's mark for you. Oh. Let's look at that first paragraph though, okay. because this is where I was really I found some really cool stuff. Okay, so immediately on leaving the synagogue, he entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Simon's mother-in-law lay sick with a fever. They immediately, ding, told him about her. Yeah. He approached, grasped her hand, and helped her up. Then the fever left her, and she waited on him. Nice. When it was evening, the whole town was gathered at that door. Okay. So someone told between then and that. Oh, yeah. Okay. For sure. Gossip, gossip, gossip. I know. I know. So... Okay, we said that was the day was the Sabbath day. Mm-hmm. Uh, people seem to be, you know, the the powers that be are like gathering a strength to kind of persecute Jesus, right? Okay, and they find an issue with this first paragraph. And do you can you guess what it is? That's right. It was the Sabbath day. <laughs> oh, oh, I was thinking. Like, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if people get mad that he's working on the Sabbath. Bam. And maybe that's why he needs to move. Okay, so people in the village wait for sundown, and then the obligation of rest is ended. They go out and and bring to Jesus all who are sick and possessed by demons. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's a that's a lot of people at a door. Right. The whole town. Right. She waited on them. Mm. I saw your eyebrows go up at that phrase. Mm -hmm. And every time people go like, what's that about? Why is that an important detail? But here's what uh, someone says. Okay. (laughs) Someone says that the woman's action confirms the healing. So it's proof that she was healed. Yeah, so much so that she can could get up and help other people. Right. Okay. So took care of translates the Greek as she served them or ministered to them. Hmm. This verb was used earlier and later in this season of the angels ministering to Jesus in the desert. And okay. it will next be used when Jesus speaks of the ideal of leadership as the humble service of others and his own message. The son of man came not to be served, but to serve. Okay. Okay. So she waited on them. Uh, Though there, let me make sure this is what I'm, okay. So there are later stories of rabbis taking the hand of another woman. Nope. Another man and healing him. There are no such stories of rabbis doing this for a woman. And especially not for a woman who is not a member of the healer's family. In addition. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Mm Mm-hmm. There is the fact that Jesus performed this act on the Sabbath. Thus. Day of rest. Right. Right. No work allowed. While touching a non-related woman was itself an offense. Yeah. And touching one that was sick and therefore unclean was a double offense. Man, rack them up. Performing this act on the Sabbath only compounds the social offense. Mm. But that's not all. (laughs) The, this is Stoffridgen, if you're wondering. That is not all. The service of Peter's mother-in-law to Jesus and the others itself could have constituted work on the Sabbath. 
my gosh. Depending on what was done, probably, right? In any case, later Jewish traditions suggest that women should not serve meals to male strangers. So she's breaking rules either way. Wow. The important point about Jesus, however, is that he does not see the touch of a woman, even a sick woman, as any more defiling than the touch of a man with the skin disease. Because he's been healing lepers, right? Right, right. Which is nice. Jesus' attitudes about ritual purity are already different okay. from the people around him. Right? So he's really, uh, someone says, cross marks, that's a Stofferton, says that it's not that people necessarily wanted Jesus executed just because he miraculously healed people. He threatened their way of thinking, yeah. their cultural stereotypes, and their understanding of purity. Yeah. Mm. What do you think? Well, that gives him more reason to leave. Who? Jesus. Him? Yeah, yeah, he's getting move, out of town. Move, yeah, moving out of town. I mean, these rules sound stupid. <laughs> you know what? These rules. Yeah, I'm yeah. always defending. Team Sadducees. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, the the rules, <laughs> uh, some of them make sense to me because it's from a time before like medicine. Yeah. Like yeah, good medicine. I understand. Right? Right. So and it's probably... Someone for the like, good for the people. Yeah, it's someone like leprosy. They don't know how it's spread, but they know it's spread. Right. Right. So they need to not be around. Yeah. So, and we're going to come up uh, on that in the next couple of weeks. Oh, okay. But it, it's to me, it kind of makes sense. It's not a nice way to right. keep everyone safe. I mean, it's rules for that time. That's the thing. Right. Yeah. Right. From a time when they didn't know what we know. Right. Which right. I think is important to remember. Yeah. But we need to like not do those now right don't do it now right yeah okay i have a bunch of i have a bunch of quotes for you and i wonder if people were i wonder if people were sharing this information because they were healed or because he was breaking the rules so yeah i think there's two audiences there right like there's people who are like i just got healed right i just uh, uh, I was not right. i was not able to I get, was yeah yeah blind and right. now i'm not like you got to go see this guy yeah Right. So I think there's one side that's like, this is awesome. Amazing. Let's go see him. Yeah. And then the people in power who are saying, well, let's, uh, this oh, is, no. you know, he's screwing things up for all of us. Yeah. He's breaking the rules that we think are important for all of us to go to heaven. Correct. Right. Correct. So we better yeah. hop in there. Mm hmm. See what it's all about. Right. It really is like what are you looking for about the power mm -hmm. oh you nice. know of the person yep that changes your perspective see so you're looking at my nose yeah, I have some so really good quotes. i know this is a really good one <laughs> so here's a quote this working preacher oh okay his preaching activity jesus's the mm -hmm. full range of his public ministry is performative and effective it demonstrates what god's reign looks like shalom Right? Yeah. And it has real effects as it delivers people, heals people, restores people to community, forgives people, and speaks to truth to power. So I think this is interesting. Okay. Right? So when I've thought about this thing, this, for this purpose have I come? Right? Mm -hmm. And he seems to be saying it's not about the healing. He seems to be saying, I'm not here to heal everyone. Oh, right, right. So oh, me, okay. Anyway, right? Yeah. He's saying, well, we need to keep going. I'll heal people as we go, but I'm going to be teaching mm. about the kingdom, about shalom. Yeah. Right? 
And I think he gets overwhelmed by the, the healings, it seems to me. Oh. So, but I think what we, you yeah. know, like we might ask, like, why not just heal everyone, right? Yeah, it's not about the healing. Well, it is in a way, but it's, it's an, not his own pur- only purpose. Right, right, right. It's a, yeah. So it's there's the main goal. two answers to that question. One, uh, working preacher says, mm-hmm. in Mark, he only heals those who present themselves to him. Okay. That's interesting. He never appears to go out in search of problems to fix. They find him. Mm, amen. So this prompts the question of what exactly he intends to accomplish before all is done. Okay. But I think the other thing is that this is, he's not bringing time to an end, right? We're not entering the kingdom fully Okay. when Jesus is there. Yeah. But we are seeing, like that just said, it demonstrates what shalom looks like. Okay. So we're seeing glimpses of it. Okay. And we can't, everyone can't be healed now. That would be the end times. Right. Right. Okay. So... It's important because it's important for us to, because it gives us a, a clue about what paradise will be like. Okay. But it's not the whole point mm. because that comes later. Right. Yeah. 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 It's Does not that the whole make point. sense? Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. He's like, I need to preach. And then the healing's like a little, is the sprinkle. Yeah. Like, I, I can heal. I'll heal yeah. you if you come to me. Sure. Yeah. But I'm here to share shalom. Right. Um, one quote I heard that was so interesting is that someone once suggested that the reason there were so many demons around Jesus all the time, Mm. maybe similar to the reason why when you go to the ER at the local hospital, you find so many injured people. (laughs) So like, (laughs) it's not that there were like more demons. It was just that like where Jesus goes, demons are drawn. Right. Or, yeah. Okay. Or maybe he's going to places that are not. Oh, maybe, you know, right. Um, the vacation spots right did you see any demons in hawaii i did not no oh good yeah 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 good 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 lepers there's a leper colony there was different island okay okay um (laughs) i have one more quote for you yeah yeah hit me this my gosh glowing people i know this this is is an audio podcast but she's glowing facts right here this my friends is a pope francis quote (gasps) I love this quote. Are okay. you ready? This is going to blow your mind. I'm going to close my eyes. Prepare. Let us not forget that the only legitimate way to look at a person from top down is when you stretch out a hand to help them get up. Mm. The only one. And this is the mission that Jesus entrusted to the church. The son of God manifests his lordship, not from top down, not from a distance, but in bending down stretching out his hand he manifests his lordship in closeness in tenderness in compassion closeness tenderness compassion are the style of god love it right it's a good one i love that so yeah. this this one you know millisecond of a gesture mm-hmm. where jesus finds a woman who's sick mm-hmm. reaches down mm-hmm. helps well, her up yeah is is a, a peak into the kingdom, into mm. shalom. This mm. is what it looks like. And the only reason Pope Francis says that anyone should be looking down on anyone is to help them up. Yeah. Man, I love that. Yeah. He flipped it and reversed it. <laughs> he bang, dang, flipped it and reversed it. <laughs> it's very cool. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, it's good. That is very, very good. It is. It's interesting because it's, you know, it's coming into the Lent season. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just a perfect time to assess. Right. You know. What's your purpose? What are you supposed to be doing? Yeah. How do you get to kind of hook into the shalom? Right. That's to come. Mm -hmm. And how do you um, help other people see it? Right. You know? Yeah, most importantly. Right. I do like in the first paragraph that he, no. Oh, I mean, for that woman, right? Yeah. She was sick. She had to take care, be taken care of. Mm-hmm. And then she helped others immediately. Yeah. So that's just an, another way of ministering to. You have to take care of yourself first. Oh, my gosh. Before yes. you can serve others. But, you know, that really struck me, too. Like, mm-hmm. maybe the whole point of being cured is so you can, can serve others. So, yeah. Right? Like, that's... Who, who were in that situation before. Right. Yes. That's your whole... Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's the whole reason to be yeah. healed. It's right. not about you feeling better necessarily. No, so it's you about can help you. others. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Have you ever been healed? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Like, spiritual healing? Yeah, probably. And, and, yeah, spiritual healing and just, like, emotionally healing. Mm. Emotional healing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have too much like hate or anger in my heart anymore, mm. even though there's reasons why I should. <laughs> <gasps> okay. Like, and it affects your purpose going yeah. on from there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, yeah. When I was really sick mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks, yeah. I thought I, w- I don't want to spend another day not going outside. Like if I yeah. can go outside, even just to get the mail or something, right? I'm going to do it. Cause I don't, like this feeling of not being able to be Mm. out there Mm -hmm. and i feel better when i go outside yeah so i was like i i'm gonna resolve that that is great to go outside every day the next couple of days it was like 10 degrees so i i didn't it was tough but it was my choice right so it was okay right but you you still acknowledge you know you you know Acknowledge it. What's the, what's the like the seven steps? Oh, <laughs> it's a yeah. Like, First is to know you have a problem, right? Right. right, right. <laughs> it doesn't say do it. Just right, know right. it. Just one thing at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way too. That's funny. Yeah, because you know, we're all been blessed. Hashtag blessed in some way. Mm-hmm. So, and there's definitely people who are not. Yeah. So we gotta think of others. But it's such a cool idea, right? To be like, if you're wondering what your purpose is. Mm-hmm. Maybe look at your blessings. Maybe look yeah. at what you've been healed from and right. and what, you know, where you used to be. Yeah. Because there are people still here. Right. Oh, always. And yeah. our experience helps us be compassionate to yes, them, right? Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And then it also grows to have compassion and empathy for things that have not affected you, too. Yeah. Because then you just, you, you link into that whole yep. feeling. Yep, yep, yep. So. I love it. Cool. Hey, this was fun. This was great. We're back together in person together. I love it. Yeah. On we go. And listeners, thanks so much for hanging in with us. Please do uh, come back next week. Mm -hmm. Listen, join us. (laughs) We're having a little out of practice. It's okay. And join us for Lux. The podcast. podcast. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Lux, the podcast. Best way to support the show is to share it with those that you love. Listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or where you listen to your podcasts. Lux the Podcast is written by Margot Morin, and she's available for a spiritual direction at margomorin.com. Lux the Podcast is produced by Simon Antonio, and you can find him at simonantonio.com. Find the podcast on Instagram at lux underscore the podcast.